choose you. Be cool, baby. Okay. Hey, bitch, come here. Got your motherfucking man. Come here. Mr. Pretty Tony. I mean, you know the rules of the game. I mean, your bitch just chose me. Now, we can settle this like you got some class so we can get into some gangster shit. Fuck being on some chill shit. We go zero to a hundred, nigga, real quick. Yo, 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 what up? This is Thanks for Asking episode, what episode, 206? This is Kells at KMGD on Twitter. I am back, yo! Hold on, sorry, I gotta fiddle with the mic here. This joint be leaning. All right, I'm back. And, you know, let's just get it going. Um, Starting out with Yours and Negritude. Yours and Negritude goes with t- to Game of Thrones. Um... Oh, and just as a warning, it's not going to be an all Game of Thrones episode, but it's going to be heavy on it. But not, not, we all watched, we all watched it. I'm not going to rehash it much. Um, but just, um, why, just, just the phenomenon that is the show, um, for those of us who, I won't even say read the books. I feel like that's pretentious. I mean, I did read the books, but I actually started reading the books after this, um, during season one of HBO, so I, it's not like I knew of the books prior, I had not actually heard of the books, I was like, you know, they were like, oh, this is from the uh, Song of Ice and Fire, so that's when I started reading them, so, but just for the TV show, just the phenomenon that it is, the how it has grown, how it has engrossed everybody, it's just like, it's like when, when you were like a little, I haven't, there hasn't been much um, that I can recall like, we were all, we've all been little kids, right? And we sat, well, I'll, I'll speak for myself. I, I'm an 80s kid, right? I grew up in the in the golden age of pop culture, right? So, I grew up in the 80s. So, you know, Raiders of the Lost Ark, um, Star Wars, um, Close Encounters, Jaws, you know, I don't know, Poltergeist. Like, any, all of those just great, great, great classic, classic movies that came out in the 80s and some in the 90s. You know, as a kid, watching those, that, like, that magic, I can't, I don't know what the word is, but, like, that magical thing you get where, like, you're in the theater or, you know, maybe at home once, you know, and it's got HBO and got fancy and shit, and just the way you're just drawn in and all the characters and when you, you cheer and you, and you, you know, you just get into it and, like, when they blew up the Death Star, I was like, yeah, you know. That thing that usually you lose at some time, you know, I'm not really sure when you lose. I think from, not that you, well, not that you lose the appreciation for art, but that thing where you get so sucked into the story, you know, I think you lose that around, you know, I don't know, maybe middle school or teenagers where you still enjoy it, but you're not as, you're not as invested in it, you know what I mean? You're not like, yeah, Superman, please get free when he gets free, yeah, you know, like that stuff you do as little kids. Game of Thrones got grown adults like that, sucked in, buying into the characters, you know, coming up with theories, everybody got their favorite character, you know, like, just, and that, and, and, and last, this Sunday night's episode was just, like, the epitome, because everybody was waiting, everybody was like, what's gonna happen, and we all watched it together, we all live tweeted together, as we all, we, as we've been doing since the show started, um, the only other, only other episode, I think, that was probably as, um, uh, as pro, what's the word? It's probably as as conducive to live tweeting. I mean, yeah, it's probably the, the red wedding 
Like, I mean, there's been other episodes, but the Red Wedding, I feel like that's one where, you know, similar to this one. But outstanding. Game of Thrones, like, HBO's going to miss y'all. I know they're doing a new series that's a prequel that's, like, thousand years before in the Age of Heroes. I'm sure that'll be good, too. But I don't really know how they're going to replace Game of Thrones. It's just, it was, it was, it was excellent from day one. Um, there's still one book coming, but they're so far off the book now that, you know, I don't, I mean, I'm still going to read it because I want to read it, but you know, it's just, it's actually like two different things. I don't even think the books are like what the show is now. It's like just, it's almost two different pieces of work because it's so different at this point. But shout out, like, man, that was, a, that was so awesome, man. It was exhilarating. Like, I was in here like a little kid, my heart beating fast, you know, get, just like what's going to happen. Like, you know, bated breath. It was, it was outstanding. Yours and negative um, HBO, Game of Thrones. Y'all got a real one. All right. So. Let's get into it. So, uh, as a wrap-up for the episode last week, where I told y'all stop coming for uh, Daenerys Targaryen, and that Sansa Stark was not that bitch, lo and behold, it come the battle for Winterfell, and where was Sansa Stark? In the crypt. Doing what? Still talking shit about the Mother of Dragons until Miss Sandy had to gather her. Like, yeah, you know what? Without the Mother of Dragons who came to y'all little dirty-ass fucking MAGA-ass town to save y'all bitches, y'all would already be dead. So how about you shut the fuck up, Sansa Stark? And amen. About time. I was so sick of the Sansa Hive. I'm so sick of this, this um, fucking stupid-ass, oh, she's uh, power-hungry, she's, you know, whatever, like... A lot of y'all have been watching this show for eight seasons, and I don't really understand how some of you have the takes that you do. Now, you know, we still don't know what's going to happen with Danny. I feel like I said last week, I was like, that whole thing about the, the, the throne, that's too predictable. That's too corny. I think there might be a break between John and Danny, but Danny, I don't think that's going to be it because I think Danny, you know, she's not crazy, and she, she'll realize, which I think she, you know, kind of. Has, or not really, she'll accept, like, hey, if this is the case, that you are my older, or that you are my the rightful heir, you are my uh, nephew, and that's legit, then fine, but standing here in this crib, you talking about Sam and, and, and Bran told you, I'm sorry, I'm going to need receipts, so, um, and I said, but I don't think that's what's going to be it, and I, and we'll see, because, you know, my, a couple of my, I, I still think the Night King, I, I don't know if they. I don't know if that's it. If they're gonna explain him further, I still think he's a Targaryen because, as you see, she burned him up, and the flame did not burn him, so it burned everybody else. So, um, but I think it's gonna be the fact that you know she lost Jorah, who was you know been with her since she got exiled. You know, John was fucking hiding behind the rock, and everybody talking about, oh, he listen, man. Arya got through all the deads and the dragons. Fucking Leanna Mormont killed the fucking giant. Jon Snow is just pinned down behind this dragon. Couldn't figure out to throw a rock or nothing. And, you know, Danny and Jorah was... Listen. Daenerys Targaryen, we know she rides the dragons. And let me... let's Also, let's talk about her air game. Because her and Jon was in the air on the... Jon just got that dragon whip. And you could tell that nigga was crashing it all into the trees, flying all into the... He wasn't doing... He was up there not doing nothing. I know that fucking dragon scratched the fuck up. But Danny's aerial shit was dope. She got the... She did that fucking top gun move where she pulled up and then moved... Pulled down on top of the Dragon King and knocked him off his dragon. Was dope. And then she pulled around and came down and got the, um... 
got the bead on him and sent your cars. But, you know, Night King was like, oh, no, bitch, that don't work on me. But I'm saying she still got the drop. So her air game was tight. Then she fucking lands. Try, and this is why I'm saying I think I don't think it's gonna be an issue because if she wanted, if she wanted, nobody but her and John know the secret of the throne, so she could easily just let him get killed. She pulled down like she always do to come rescue him because this nigga got a death wish and is always on the verge of dying because he can't ever just get his ass to get kill people and get his ass to safety. He just got to stay there till he die. And so she landed again. And he once again, just like when they was north of the wall, and she landed, and then he could have easily just ran over to the motherfucking dragon. But no, oh, let me go try to see if I could die again right quick and fight these extra five dudes here. So as she's doing, as she's trying to grab him, and he taking, he's just not coming. These fucking dead things get on her dragon, and they just start overwhelming the dragon. The Drogon, as somebody pointed out, <laughs> has a long history of being like, "Look, Khaleesi, get on this motherfucking back and let's go, or I'm leaving." <laughs> he's pulled off. That nigga do not be taking L's for nobody. So, Trocon was like, oh no, bitch, you got all these dead motherfuckers on me, I got to go. So, dropped her in the sand and took off. In the snow, rather. And took off. And I thought she was done dollar because she had no sword, she had no nothing, and she was surrounded. And then, then, out of nowhere, here come my nigga, Sir Jorah Mormont. And fucking her and Sir Jorah was back-to-back, shoulder-to-shoulder, fighting them motherfucking white whites off. Jorah was getting fucked up, protecting his queen. They kept stabbing him, but every time they stabbed him, she stabbed them back, and they, she, they just was going to fight to the fucking end, and what it was going to be was what it was going to be. And sis was swinging that sword. We know she fight dragons, I mean, um, but she it ain't like she, like, she not like Arya and Brienne, where she's been trained on the sword. I mean, you know, you swinging and sticking with the pointy end, like Arya said, but, you know, she ain't, she ain't like that, but she she was she was making it work. She was making it do what it do. That scene was awesome. I I thought more people that I thought actually more people were gonna die than did, but I did not think Jorah was gonna be one. I I don't know. I thought Jorah would make it, but now you think back on it, it makes sense because that's gonna play into the drama. Because that's like that's like her ace boom cool. Like all them other niggas, she don't really trust. I mean, she you know Jorah is the one that she can really trust. Jorah's the one that she knows, no matter what, is going to tell her right and not betray her. So that might be the loss that kind of makes her snap, if that's what's going to happen. Because um, now all she got is Tyrion, and, you know, none of these other motherfuckers is really loyal to her like that. I mean, Tyrion's loyal, but you know what I mean? Not like Jorah. Tyrion just got there. And Dario is, is going, like, all her main, main dudes are, um, you know, she lost. I mean, well, she still got Grey Worm, she still got Missandei. I don't know, we still, I don't, I don't know, it still might be something with Sandy, but like, like I said, I think there's something with her, but I don't think it's nefarious, and I think even less so now that she um, gathered Sansa Stark, like, bitch, listen, let me tell you what you need to do, you need to shut the fuck up about my queen, because you don't have a range, and you know, just on that, like I said, you know, I feel like I said enough about Sansa last week, but I'm glad, like I said, that they dealt with that, because I didn't like the, Sansa Stark's character, like I said last week, it has evolved, but in like the least bit of all the characters, Sansa started out a whiny fucking little girl, worried about princess, being a princess and, and the wrong shit, and she's still that. And I, like I said, y'all give her all this country because she sent the Raven for Littlefinger. Like, wh- why? Like, she pulled one trick out, out of a hat. And, like, 
great, like outstanding. And because of that, like Cersei, who I also don't think is a good queen, but is way smarter than, than fucking Sansa and has pulled way more tricks than Sansa. And actually, I mean, Tyrion actually, we all know in the Battle of um, the Dark Water, you know, we know that was really actually Tyrion. But I mean, Cersei was calling, Cersei the one that did the dragon fire shit, right? She said, bring the dragon fire. So I mean, she even, she has more strategy for war than Sansa does. Sansa was in the crypt with the women and children where she belonged. Um, and I just like, you know, thank God, because I was sick of that old Sansa. Like, Sansa and Theon, Greyjoy, and I know some of y'all like his, his redemptive arc. I get it. I get that he had a redemptive arc. It just didn't move me. Because that motherfucker was the most ungrateful motherfucker. And he tried to kill them and take over Winterfell. And it ain't, they, it ain't the Stark's fucking fault that your fuck-ass daddy sent you over there as a hostage and, you know, just abandoned you. That's not their fault. And they treated you well and, you know, raised you, you know, decently as one of them. And here you go trying to kill Bran and, and, and um, Recon. So fuck you forever. I don't give a fuck what Ramsey did to you. Then you had a chance to fucking show you wasn't who you was. And when you could have saved your sister, you jumped into the water instead. Like, I just... I, listen, I don't give a fuck about Theon. I feel like what she, what he did for Bran was the least thing he could do. I think that is the that is the least thing he could do, so that when he died, nobody would speak. You know, somebody would have something good to say about him, other than what he was like. Oh, you, you know, he did all that, but he did, but he did. You know, he did slice. He did protect Bran. He did like that one good thing you could say. That's what I feel like. That's what that was. Like, I'm not giving him no roses or nothing for that. Because I'm like, that's the least you could have did. And that was actually more about you than about Bran. Because we, you know, clearly Bran already knew what was going to happen. Um, so, you know, that's all I wanted to say about, about um, you know, I just wanted to wrap that up about y'all talking about Daenerys. Um, I think it's funny, though, because, well, let me just go into the second part. So, my second, so... I've I've said this before in case y'all not clear, but um, Daenerys Targaryen is my queen, but Arya Stark has been my nigga since day one because Arya Stark is the most like me. Like y'all know, some of y'all know I was in the Marine Corps. If you knew to listen, I've been in the Marine Corps and then I was an intel officer later. And so I've, you know, I, I was counter terror and I was in Afghanistan. I was in Iraq. I did the real shit, right? High value targets. And Arya Stark is me. Her demeanor, the way she carries herself, her training, all that, that's me. Arya Stark has been my favorite character on Game of Thrones since she hit Joffrey with that fucking sword. And Sansa told that lie and set all this shit in motion. So, when she came through... First of all, Sis came through the whole episode. We're not even going to talk about killing Night King. When she was on the wall with spinning that spear and Davos was looking like bitch. When she was training with um, Brienne and Brienne was looking like bitch. Um... You know, when she when she was battling the, the whites, like, uh, Arya is that bitch. And she been that bitch. And I, it made, so I figured, you know, that the Night King, let's go on to another topic I'm going to do now. But right now, I figured, I, I wasn't surprised, I wasn't surprised that it was Arya at all. Because it makes total sense. And, it, and when you go back through the episodes, there was little, you know, like I said last week, everything in this show is foreshadowed. Every single thing. That's why some of y'all takes are like, what the fuck are you talking about? Like, what show have you been watching that doesn't make any fucking sense with all the past eight seasons? Because everything is foreshadowed. Um, and that doesn't make any sense. I really feel like some people watch Game of Thrones, they're just watching the action, but they not, 
You're not paying attention to the story because some of y'all, Sansa's going to sit on the iron throne. Nothing about, nothing about Sansa's character says, number one, the GR, GRRM even likes her. Number two, that she's going to be on the iron throne. The only way is if she's the only one left alive. I just don't see it. Um, and it just doesn't, doesn't fit with, there's, I can't think of one thing that would foreshadow Sansa sitting on the Iron Throne. I just, I cannot. Um, and she's just not that bitch. Um, so yeah, so let's get into that. That's the other thing, like I was saying last week. The thing that really irritated me about the Sansa Hive is like, so I, I, I'm Arya. I, I, um, I identify with Arya, even before the military, you know, I was an athlete. I was, I was, if there's a such thing as an alpha female, that's, that's, it's me. I played sports, three sports, varsity, freshman, starting off the bench, three-letter athlete, all of that. All of that. Always been good at sports, always been athletic, always been good with my hands, always. And Sansa just, fucking them girls that just, like, Sit around in fucking groups, you know. I guess now we call them like the, the uh, these hands, whatever. They just sit around in their little fucking groups and their little fucking inside jokes, and they and they have snarky things to say to people, and if and you know that are like doing shit, and they just sit around and make their little jokes, and ah, you can't sit with us. I'm like, bitch, don't nobody want to sit with y'all. Y'all lame over there. Who the fuck wants to sit with you? You're all sitting over there together because we sitting over here, not with you. Like. You know, and it just, it just annoys me as somebody who's been a veteran, as somebody who's just people who talk shit about the people who are really doing the work. And that's what, like, this whole thing between, like, Daenerys came and conquered everywhere she has ever been. She has, she, she is a doer. She gets shit done. Bitch is a warrior. Rich bitch will ride down on you and burn you the fuck up and, 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 and absorb your army or whatever the fuck else. Sansa Stark ain't none of that. And so for her little quick, oh, you you know, the dragon queen and she, yeah, bitch, yes. Like I said last week, I'm the dragon queen. You're going to bend the motherfucking knee because I came here to save you and you can't beat me. You can't do none of this. And ain't no, none of y'all going to survive the, the dead, the army of the dead or Cersei Lannister without me and my dragons and my, and my huge army that I bought here. So how about you show some fucking gracefulness and some fucking, um, you know, step aside, and if we win this war, then, you know, whoever's left, we'll see what we can see, but you all in my ear about the North, sis, I don't recognize the North, I don't recognize you, I don't recognize none of this dirty ass shit, Winterfell, y'all got up here, I know y'all got roaches, I don't recognize none of this shit, because I'm a Targaryen, I came to take the throne of Westeros, which includes the North, and we're not doing all that King of the North bullshit, like I told you, so don't be coming in here talking about what about the North on the eve of battle, when your ass gonna be down in the crypt, you know, praying that we all make it, so, that's all I gotta say about that shit, um, but, what I do wanna say, and this is kind of, one thing that I, I, that a theme, I don't even know if it's intentional, though I think it is, a theme that, that runs through Game of Thrones, which I like, and I'm sure many people miss, cause like I said, a lot of, I'm just noticing on the TL that a lot of y'all watching the show, but y'all ain't getting the show, um, and it relates to what, you know, a topic I brought up on here before about, you know, um, LGBT people and the difference between, like, sexuality and, 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 and how you present and, and how a lot of straight people just really should mind their business and shut the fuck up because y'all understanding of sexuality and all that stuff is very basic and very uh, rudimentary and, you know, that's why y'all just can't let people be because y'all don't fucking understand. And, um... 
the thing I like about Girl, uh, Game of Thrones is that they work that in beautifully. The difference between what what so one thing that really irritates me as as a as a um as a gay is you know y'all know I, I you know I, I guess I don't really like saying masculine presenting because what does that fucking mean? Because somebody doesn't wear dresses and heels, that means they're masculine. And which is my point? It's like no. Because there are studs, quote finger studs out here that are masculine presenting, but they're not masculine. They don't have masculine energy. There are there are gay men out here that when you look at them, you know, you would think they're super macho men, but when you talk to them, they're gay as fuck and they give off feminine energy. And that and that's and that's why we get so irritated with a lot of you straights because it's like the shit is. The shit is very complicated and very complex and very gray and very layered. Everybody's, not just ours, yours too. But you don't know enough about it because you, you know, it's just indoctrinated in you that you, you just think that all these gender roles and all that shit is just it and it's not it. The shit is very complicated, right? And so I, the thing that I like about Game of Thrones is how Arya, look at her character, very masculine. Where's the men's clothes? Always wanted to train. Ned was telling her, are oh, you a girl? You're going to be a little princess. She was like, I ain't doing that shit. I'm going to fucking kill her out here. She Give me some killer training. Tell death not today. You know what I mean? I'm a water dancer and all of that. Brienne of Tar, same thing. You know, one of the best swordsmen in, 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 in Westeros. Didn't want to do all that girly shit. You know what I'm saying? But neither one of them, both of them are heterosexual. Arya was down with Gendry. Um... I hope and I pray that Jamie and Brienne end up together, but I like the way they play on that, and that's the point that that I make a lot of times, even with other lesbians, they get on my nerves because it's like, oh, you know, I don't like studs because I like a woman, if you want to dress like a man, and it's like, sis, you sound dumb, because that's not what it's about, because people give up, masculinity and femininity, it's not what y'all think, it's not a fucking outfit, it's not you take out the trash and I wash the dishes, that's stupid ass gender role shit that these fucking church people came up with, because they slow and, and low brained, okay, masculinity and femininity is an energy it's a state of being it's it's an orientation almost it's something that you give and a, it's, and there's women who have a lot of masculine energy there's men who have a lot of feminine energy that's for the ones that don't have it beat out them as soon as somebody see you um you know maybe not acting macho like they think you should and they beat it out of you or try to beat it out of you you know but that's what I like about it they show that it's like Brienne has a lot of masculine energy but she's not gay Arya also and it's like that's 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 what I love about that show because they show even and even Daenerys Daenerys has a lot of masculine energy Daenerys is a big dick energy big boss but she's very feminine she has the braids she has dresses she bitch give you a coat she's extremely feminine but she's she is hard body, as opposed to Sansa Stark, who is like typical, you know, girly girl. Even though she's dressing up like trying to dress like Cersei with this hard body, masculine suit on, but it's still Sansa. Not fooling nobody. Go in the crypt with this little dagger, sticking with the pointy end, like Arya told you, because you're not, you don't, you're not built like that. And I just love that about that show, and I've been, I've been noticing it, but I just, you know, let it go, because you know, I don't like to think peace and 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 and. Uh, what do you call it? break down everything? I like to just enjoy things for entertainment. I know that's crazy to some people. Some people can't watch anything without think piecing and all of this shit. But you know, so I never wanted to bring it up because I'm like, yo, this is a great show. I just want to enjoy it. But I, but I see y'all, and um, that's something that I that I've noticed and that I love about the show, and and it's just like, it just brings me to, 
you know, another topic which I kind of want to talk about, which I kind of, which I kind of led into, like, you know, I'm, um, how do I put this? I'm just, I'm, I'm joking about it, but I'm not serious. Like, I'm, I'm trying, I'm, um, I'm trying to be more, more myself, right? Like, Lena Waithe gave a speech about how she cut her hair because she was trying to hold on to that last bit of femininity and she's going to be herself. And I wasn't trying, I'm not trying, you know, I don't, my hair is not long and all that, but I'm actually much more masculine identified than people may think. Um, but I still have, I don't think, you know, I quote fingers feminine ways. I don't really, I just, I was just raised a certain way and, and, you know, from a certain class structure, I guess. And so I, you know, I behave a little differently. I, I don't know. I don't, I don't know what, what the fucking proper term for it is, but like, um, and so I'm, you know, I'm, I'm just going to be, I'm trying to be myself more. And in doing that, I keep bumping up against straights and gays. Like, especially gays, y'all really get on my nerves because, like, I can't stand when, like, what, what is the word? Like, we, we, I don't know. The gays are doing this thing now. Everybody doing stuff for stud and fem. Look, do what the fuck y'all want to do. You know, sexuality is sexuality. But I can't stand this, this whole approach that some of y'all have well we're all women why are you this listen 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 if you are feminine and you feel like that means that as a lesbian that means that you know you should just you're attracted to women period and why somebody want to do this and that's you you got to understand that like everybody like some of y'all just sound like straight people. Like, like it's not that people. Th- th- what I'm trying to say is, there's this whole conversation about gender roles and toxic masculinity, and on the um, gay side. Um, but I think some of you don't really understand what it means because a lot of a lot of things are labeled toxic masculinity that are not. It's just people being toxic masculinity. When people what people mean by that is they mean when you are when you are you are so fucking stressed out about. A pit or like somebody attacking your your manhood or appearing to be something other than this he man knuckle dragger man man that a lot of these dudes are out here doing and just doing and just everything that comes with that like you know beating your wife and just being disrespectful to women or whatever all the dumb shit y'all do to stop somebody from calling you gay because god forbid somebody called you gay you know oh that nigga wearing flowers in his hair he's gay he's wearing flowers in your hair has nothing to do with being gay doing feminine shit has nothing to do with being gay that's an orientation if you are attracted to men sexually that makes you gay not all this other shit so and 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 all the the bins and and bullshit and dumb shit that guys do to uphold that very narrow, very structured, very church, white, Christian, um, church-based, um, into that small-ass space that they allow you to be a man, which is basically everything that's the opposite of a woman, like, that's what we mean when we say toxic masculinity, to the point you can't even, you're afraid... You can't even tell a guy, hey, you know, that's a good-looking guy. Oh, nigga, I ain't no gay. I ain't no faggot. I don't like, I can't be no friends with women unless we fucking, that's, really, that's toxic bullshit. Like, that's you trying to prove something to somebody else. It's not about who you are. That's about your, this image that you're trying to protect because you're trying to um, impress all your little other male friends, right? That's what I mean by toxic masculinity. And I can't stand when, like, if people, you know, well, 
I don't understand why you guys, you know, why one has to be the boy and one has to be the girl. First of all, one is not being the boy and one is not being the girl. One is being who she is, which is more aligned with her feminine side, her feminine energy, because that's what she is. And the other is being what they are. Like, I am completely uncomfortable in dressing. Yeah, I could wear it and, and I probably look nice, but I would be just as comfortable dressed up like that as a random dude. Okay, that's not my energy. It doesn't mean I want to transition. That's why I said last week, and I probably somebody was like, "Oh, that's a touchy subject." It probably is. I didn't mean no disrespect. I said that I didn't understand it. Um, but and and I still don't. But you know that feeling that they have that they're trapped in the wrong body. I don't necessarily feel that. You know, I feel I don't feel like I'm in the wrong body. I just feel like the energy and what I give and 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 what I'm like is what it is and it's more masculine than it is feminine and so the point of all that is like I you know sometimes though I rail that in because I don't I don't want to give I don't want to play into a stereotype and give you know you niggas you know any fucking country to think that you know anything but what I realized is I gotta stop that shit like, I'm going to just be myself, and you get what you get. And if you don't get it, you don't get it. There's a lot, you know, you, you, a lot of y'all ask, like, whoa, if you're gay, why won't you be with a woman? Why won't you be? Because some women, their mouths salivate by seeing another person who they know is a woman, but is not presenting like a woman, is not giving them that extra, like, again, Impose femininity, but it's still a woman. That that is exactly what turns them on. Okay, same way they won't admit it, and this is connected to why so many trans men get murdered. The same way a lot of men in their heart of hearts really like trans men because that's you know that's a man. Maybe they have their top surgery, maybe they don't, but they look like excuse me, but they look like a woman. They're presenting like a woman. And, but they're not, but they, they're still giving me that energy, and I, and I love that shit, and I love it so much, and it's making me feel funny about myself, because God forbid I'm gay, and so now i got to kill you, okay, and so, um, I, I just, I, I brought all that up, because I, I like the way, when, when I try to explain that topic to people, and I'm going to stop doing that too, because I don't feel like it's that difficult, I'm tired of y'all asking that stupid shit, I'm tired of y'all saying that stupid shit, yes, there are a lot of, of of more masculine presenting um, lesbians who are walking around and, you know, doing the same shit these niggas do, doing that stupid toxic masculinity shit, yes, and playing a role, yes, and, and subscribing these stupid gender roles, and it's like, yeah, it's like, what's the point of being an evolved individual if you just gonna do the same stupid shit that the straight people do? They, they lives ain't, look at them, why are you trying to do that? I get that, but that's not everybody, okay? And you're not, like, superior because, you know, oh, well, we're all women. Okay, we might all be women, but, you know, I play ball. Do you play ball? No. You paint your toes. I don't do that shit. So, you know, I don't understand what the point of this here. Like, this is who I am. And if you don't like it, that's fine. But there's a whole, 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 whole bunch that just love it to death. Okay? And that's who... I'm attracted to, and that's who's attracted to me. Don't worry about if you ain't. I ain't worried about you. And, you know, I'm speaking for myself, but I'm in, in doing that, I'm speaking for a lot here. And I wanted to, I just brought that up because, you know, if you don't understand what I'm saying about that, watch Game of Thrones because they show that perfectly. They show how Arya is, 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 is you know, told Ginger to take his pants off because she wanted to bust down. 
She's not gay, but she got all that masculine energy, all that fucking alpha female energy. Same with Daenerys, same with Brienne. Not near three of them. Well, Daenerys in the books kind of go both ways. They don't really show that on the show. Um, but you know what I'm saying. And so I, that is one thing that I have always loved about Game of Thrones. And now that it's almost over, I just I just want to give it its props because, um, you know, I think they do it really well. I think they do it. It's unspoken. It's not really because another thing that I don't get about so a lot of people who watch Game of Thrones, it's like people still to this day. Y'all don't seem to get that this is a show about the women. Everybody was mad because Jon Snow didn't kill the Night King. Nobody, I don't, I don't know of anybody who thought that Jon Snow, Jon Snow is going to play a role, maybe to kill Daenerys, we don't know. But everybody thought it was going to probably be Daenerys who who killed the Night King. And if not her, then the next logical person would be Arya. I didn't ever think it was going to be Jon because, again, Everything is foreshadowed, and just nothing, the Night King was not, and then just, John fought the Night King how many times, and the, and the White Generals how many times, and Sam and all of them, they've run up against them numerous times, and not been able to kill him, not even come close to killing him, and the Night King was not even pressed about John. so why, it didn't make sense that it would be John that would kill the Night King, and that's, that scene, where John, you know, did the stupid shit he did, where he's running up through, you know, trying to run up on the Night King. It's like that's that's what John. Well, I don't know. We gonna call him John Stark still. That was totally the character of John Stark. That's exactly what he would do. That's the same thing he did at um, the Battle of the Bastards. But I gave him some. I gave him some grace there because, like I said last week, at that situation, there was nothing else for him to do. As far as he knew, that was the last stand. They didn't have no re- he didn't know that the reinforcements were coming. Sansa kept that from him. And so it's like, okay, well, we're going to have to stand here anyway. And we're probably going to get annihilated because we don't have enough men. And they coming. So, hey, I'm just going to pull out like this because, I mean, we dead either way. I gave him, you know, I gave him that. Because, you know, you just do the best you can. But running up on the Night King with all them dead. Like, dude, that... What you was going to do? Like, you've seen this, what this nigga can do. So, I just, I never, again, I, I wonder how some of you have watched this show for eight years and have the takes that you do are upset that it wasn't John. It was never going to be John. Nothing in the story said it was going to be John. It was going to be one of the women. Because the story, well, two of the, two of the women. I think most people thought it would be Daenerys. I actually thought it would be Daenerys. It almost was Daenerys, except, you know, she couldn't burn him with fire, but she did. Um, you know, but it was Arya. And that made sense too. You know, it made all the sense actually. Who can kill the Night King? No one. No one killed him. Um, so, you know, I, the, the other, um, what was the other take that people were saying? Oh, I don't know. The Sansa Hive is still kick, live and kicking. Now they're talking about she, the, you know, she the third one in the prophecy. I, I think y'all, I don't. Listen, like I said last week, everybody got their favorites, but I don't understand how you're watching this story for eight years and think that Sansa is, spo- is supposed to be like, is going to break out and be something other than what she is. Her, her storyline has been consistent. Yes, she finally learned with the, with, you know, I mean, I don't even know if she learned. I think she finally realized, you know what, this shit is not a game. And, you know, maybe I need to get up in here at Winterfell and, and play my part because, um, you know, this shit is not sweet. I just don't understand. I, I don't think her character has has. We can kind of tell who 
characters play roles, and we can kind of tell the role that, if, like, John is playing the heroic, honorable, you know, tries to do the right thing, tries to please everybody, but doesn't really want this leadership role, but keeps having it thrust upon him, you know, super brave to a fault role, the anti-hero type role. That's what John is playing, right? And, and poor John, heir to the throne, thought he was a bastard, and he just keeps failing up. He keeps getting promoted up. He doesn't want any of this. You know, he's not seeking power. He's just trying to do the right. That's John's character. Um, Daenerys is, is the, you know, usurped heir to the throne. Um, you know, has the dragon. She's the fire of the dragon. It's not, she's the heir to the Targaryen, you know, uh, like I said, uh, line. Because we all know the Targaryen kings, well, the ones that the ones that are... Fit the prophecy cannot be burned by fire. That's how she knew it was her and not her brother. Because she she walked through the fire and he didn't. He burned up, so he wasn't the heir. So she's this, you know, all powerful, you know, has the has the pedigree, has the line, you know, and, and is a bad bitch. You know, and what's gonna happen? Is she gonna go mad like her like the mad king, or is she gonna restore, you know, the kingdom to its past peace and glory and sit on the iron throne? That's her role. Arya is the assassin, the one who saw from clear eyes from day one, who knew her role, didn't want to be some princess somewhere, and went out and went to Bravos and trained to be the train killer that she is now and turned into a soldier. That's her role. Jamie's role, loyal to his family, loyal to his house, still the baddest sword in Westeros because Jamie and Brienne also were back to back slinging them things and Jamie had one fucking arm and Jamie was doing just as much as everybody out there with two so if you ask me he's still the fucking best sword in Westeros cause that nigga was him and Brienne was handling also back to back just like Jor and Danny Jamie and Brienne was back to back like I said everything in this show is foreshadowed um but Jamie that's Jamie's role King's, the king slayer, the one who slayed the king, the one who got this, you know, bad reputation, even though he did what he thought was best for the kingdom and the throne, which he swore to protect. He does everything for his family. He does everything. He keeps his word. The only time he he stabbed the um, mad king in the back and everybody wanted to make him the bad guy, but like it needed to be done, and he was the only one to do it. That's his role. Sansa's role is... The fucking older Stark girl who was not built for any of that, but who was followed in the was most like her mother, who was the warden of the north, and um, you know, sits up, you know, and at the at, at Winterfell, feeds her people, takes care of her people, you know, people come to the north, the queen and king come to the north, you provide them a place to live, but like I just don't, nothing in her story arc says that she's gonna just evolve into this. Fucking Melisandre played a bigger role than, than Sansa did. Even Mel Melisandre's redemption was, was bigger because Melisandre came the fuck through. Melisandre got ran off because she pulled a little Shireen, burnt up a little Shireen, following Stannis, and everybody like, bitch. But she came back through and was like, okay, I fucked that up, but you know what? My role is to come here and die here, and this is what I need to do right now. I'm going to light this signal fire so that the, the Queen of Dragons come around and burn these bitches up, and y'all don't all die. And that's just what the fuck she did. She kept her fucking wits about her when that shit wasn't working, and that shit flew at the exact last minute and, and burnt the motherfuckers up. Even her character arc is... is she got more of a, <laughs> a fucking chance to sit on the Iron Throne than goddamn Sansa. Um, so, you know, I just, I, I just don't see it. Um, I'm glad that fucking shit with the, uh, Bran is the Night King got shot. That was never made any sense to me. That was all, that was a stupid theory. I never, 
thought it made any fucking sense. Ain't nobody going through eight seasons of this great writing and this great character development just because to have Bran stuck in a fucking time loop. Like, that didn't make no sense. It didn't explain the Night King. It didn't explain why, you know, he knew the dragon so well. It didn't explain, you know, anything. How he could raise the dead. It didn't explain any of that shit. And I just was like, that is, that makes no sense. That whatever, whatever it's gonna be, it's not gonna be anything that any of us can figure out. Because it has never been. That's why we like the show so much, because we never know what's gonna happen, we never know who's gonna live, we never know who's gonna die, we think it's going one way and it goes the other, we think it's, you know, the other way it goes this way, so it's not anything that any of us are gonna guess, and like I said last week, um, I always, Nicholas something that plays Jamie Lannister, he was like, yeah, he's not heard any theory that he's heard, that's, um, is, is what it is, um, yeah, so, you know, moving on, that's, that's, I kind of rambled that sexuality part. I hope y'all got what I was saying, though. But it's like that's if you if you to this day still can't understand the difference between sexuality and 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 all, everything else. That's it. The character Arya, the character Brienne, and the character Daenerys Targaryen. Those are all three fucking alpha, masculine as fuck, daddy women. When we say when we say daddy for women and big dick energy, that's what we're talking about. None of them are gay. There are two different things. So finally, oh, sorry, moving off off of that. And I got a few Genghis kicks for y'all. Um, I know it's been a couple weeks, but I got some now um, that I'll tell y'all about. But the last thing I wanted to bring up, um, and this is new because it just now happened today, is um, um, so today um, William Barr came before Congress and. I didn't watch the whole thing because I wasn't interested in the whole thing. No, I really only wanted to see who I saw, which is Kamala Harris. And if you watch that, you'll see why I say, and people on the TL and in person, when I keep asking me why do I say that Kamala can win and why I think if it's not Kamala, then we're not going to win. If you saw that hearing today, you see what I am talking about. This is what I'm saying about the way that they were able to box Hillary in, they had, they was just coming at her from all sides, the email, the not likable, the crime builder, the super predators, all the shit they were hitting Hillary with, and Hillary being a, a baby boomer white woman who could not afford to alienate anybody, particularly black voters, didn't know how to respond, because you know how these niggas are, you say one word wrong, like when she said she carries hot sauce, and everybody swore, oh, she trying to steal from Beyonce, turns out she wasn't trying to steal from Beyonce, didn't even know that Beyonce had said that, she had been carrying hot sauce forever in her bag, and that's just what she said, she carries hot sauce in her bag, she didn't even know that, like, Anything, anything she fucking said would just be taken to the umpteenth degree, and so she was boxed in, and also because her and, and, and many Democrats, as we see, they don't know how to deal with bullies, number one, and number two, they don't understand that they are dealing with a bully, they think this shit is just like, I don't know, politics as usual or whatever, that's why I think they can just go back to Joe Biden, and we can just go back to how it was, we can't go back to how it was, because y'all done, y'all done fucking elected the Grand Dragon racist, and, and we ain't gonna forget that shit, okay, and we're not gonna let it go, but the way that they had Hillary boxed in, they are not going to be able to box at Hillary, uh, Kamala Harrison, they just can't. The base of the Democratic Party is black and brown, and, and the majority of that is black women. We all know that. They want to tell you that's the swing voters. It's not. Obama got elected because the base, the young folks, the black and the brown, the black women, they came out and voted for him. So those swing voters, they 
added to that amount, and that's why he won. It's not about swing voters. It ain't been about swing voters since Reagan, okay? Obama showed you that when you get all the people out, that you can win. Kamala Harris will destroy. Kamala Harris has a background as a DA, as we know, with that cop shit. She knows how to interrogate. She knows how to question. She knows how to get to the point. She doesn't get frazzled. You can't. You can't play her with stupid games like, like I said about Warren. She got played with that Pocahontas. The proper thing to do was, first of all, to not say that shit at all. At all. But once you did say it and he started calling you Pocahontas, you should have just ignored him. Alright? Or you or you should have said something like, you know what, I got a little carried away. Uh, you know, my 8th, 10th relative, whatever, was Native American. I understand that don't make me Native American. I'm not in the tribe or whatever. That ain't what she did. She did that after. But she went around and got her DNA to prove that she was. It's like this sis. That was never the point. You fell for it. You fell for it. You He let you run around for weeks on that Pocahontas shit. That was the whole point. You should have just been like, it's like, oh, okay, look at this racist nigga. Because I say I'm one quarter, one if he want to call me Pocahontas like it's a slur. See, that's all you should have. That's, that's how you handle that. And, and she's just, she doesn't have the range. She's a white lady. That's what they do. Joe Biden going to get up there. He going to try to out macho. And that shit is not going to work. Just the same way it didn't work with, with in the primaries. Y'all see how Trump dragged all them niggas. He called fucking... Um, Cruz and fucking somebody else's wife ugly, and them motherfuckers is chilling for him. Like, you're not gonna, the nigga is, he doesn't care, he has no standards, he says whatever, and that's what his people like. So you're not gonna be able to out-macho him, and you're, and you're not gonna be able to go the other way, because, you know, they already don't like the sissy boys and the girly men and all, it's, it's no way, you're not gonna be able to do it. The person who is gonna be able to do it is Kamala Harris, because she represents, number one, the black and browns of us, who 95% of us did not vote for him, or who are worried about his policies, or who are being affected by all these fucking ideological idiot judges that he's promoting, and the gay people, and everybody else, we are the young progressive party, the person that leads us in the presidency needs to be young progressive, and a person of color, because we are trying to be forward, okay, we did it with Obama, and the backlash, and the backlash to that was Trump, okay, <clears throat> and so the last, the worst thing we could do is to fucking back out like cowards, and like, oh, well, they're never going to elect, they ne- we never thought they was going to elect Obama, but we did, fucking through Russian interference, election hacking, all this bullshit with the email, and the media who's complicit in it all did, Hillary Clinton still got the majority of, of Americans to vote by a large number, three to five million, I think, I think it was a five million more, three million, a lot of more people. Even through all of that. Even through the people voting for Harambe and staying home and not voting and all that bullshit that cost us. She still got a million more votes. So the candidate Kamala Harris can win. Kamala Harris can beat Trump. Kamala Harris will melt Trump down the same way she did with William Barr today. Had him out there looking stupid and stuttering. And, and saying dumb shit and admitting that he lied. And admitting that he perjured himself. Imagine her with Trump, and she's everything that Trump it hates. He will not be. He could first of all, he couldn't do it with Hillary Clinton. Some people watch that uh, those debates and, and thinks he won. I don't know what planet you live on, but he couldn't even be Hillary Clinton, who was not doing any of that. Who was just you know trying not to again make a wrong move. And I love Hillary, but she's not the most charismatic person. She's not. 
Kamala Harris is extremely charismatic. She's extremely good looking, and her background is in a trial attorney. Is in trial. She's a trial attorney. Trial attorneys are performers. They know how to read the room. They know how to work a jury. They know how to be effective. Kamala Harris is can beat Donald Trump. I don't know, Elizabeth Warren can't do it. Joe Biden, I'm not voting for Joe Biden. I mean, if you know he turns out to be the nominee, I will, but I'm not voting for him. All these other Beatles and Bootgirds and all them things, that, that's that's all media hype. All these polls, they are calling these old people who are picking up their landlines at 2 p.m. and asking them questions this far out. It, 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 Kamala Harris and, 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 and Warren, Elizabeth Warren, are doing very well out in these streets, for, by all accounts, extremely well. Particularly Kamala Harris in the South. She didn't go to Iowa. She went to South Carolina. She went to all these key states because, you know, she has um, her sister worked for Hillary. And I'm sure her sister saw Hillary making those some certain mistakes. And I'm sure she's like, we're not going to do that. So, um, you know, if you watch Senator Harris today break down Attorney General Barr, then that is why I say that she is the one that is that can beat Trump because no none of them other people these white people that think it's a game they get baited they don't want to call a spade a spade Kamala Harris will call a spade a spade Buttigieg got here talking about still talking about oh there's good people and you know all this stupid shit that they don't want to hold they don't want to hold people accountable for voting for a racist unqualified, misogynistic piece of shit. They want to step over that like that doesn't matter and that people want to be unified. We were black people and brown people. We have never not been unified. We didn't vote for him. We didn't need all this to know. We saw what he was from the beginning because he's always been that. So we don't know who you're really talking to about that because you all thought that it was no big deal to vote for this guy. Eh, you know, we'll see what happens because it wasn't going to affect you. We we couldn't we couldn't take that chance because we knew this shit would end up like this. So um, yeah, that's you know I just wanted to mention that because people keep out. Why do you say that? Why do you say she'll be better? Because every time that camera is on her, that she did it also with Jeff Sessions. Every time that ca- serious things occur with this, and it's her time up, she's affected. She gets to the point. So does um um. And in the same way in the House of Reps, um, AOC does. Not a lot of fluff, not a lot of bullshit, not a lot of preening and propping for the camera these other motherfuckers do, making these speeches, you know, trying to be theatrical and, you know, get make their little YouTubes or viral clips. Kamala don't do none of that. Kamala gets right to the point. She had, like, I don't know how many minutes, and she started out with questions. Yes or no? Can you answer this? Yes or no? So you don't know. So you're saying you don't know. She killed him. Just killed him. That's what we need. We need people like that. All this whole fucking other bullshit y'all doing is bullshit. And it's how we got here. And we see through it. You're being theatrical. You're playing. We, this is not a game. It's not the Truman Show. The person that beat. They like Trump because Trump says whatever. Does whatever. And he says what he says. And that's it. We need somebody on our side who says what they says, But with facts. And truths. And evidence. To say what they say and not pussyfoot around and not play this both sides and oh well you know then we understand that some people really just know you voted for Trump because you was a fucking racist and you voted for Trump because you're a fucking misogynist because there's no other way that you really thought that that fucking man was fit to be president of the United States nothing in his background nothing in his, he had zero policy nothing in debates made you think that you should vote for that guy other than you know what we just had you know eight years of black president and I'm not really ready to just not have white president no more and they said we're gonna be in a minority and you know 
y'all swear y'all y'all swear black people don't you know racism doesn't exist but for some reason you scared to death to be in a minority because i don't know for some reason you have it in your mind that minorities get treated bad although when we say that you gaslight us like we making it the fuck up i wish y'all would know we don't want we listen y'all drug us from africa we never wanted to be here never wanted to associate with you all we want you to do is leave us the fuck alone we don't want to be bothered with you we don't want you to bother us so when you go into the minority we not we don't want to deal with y'all if we didn't have to work and like if y'all didn't run every fucking thing and we didn't have to work and deal with y'all we wouldn't at all wouldn't be no everybody inviting everybody to cook out ain't no cookout ain't no cookout is a cookout over here you guys have no 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 mm -mm. i don't know who told you that no cookout lock the gate motherfuckers ain't coming in here go eat your little whatever y'all do over there go do it over there we know we don't need to be bothered with y'all at all so all right um how long i've been talking long enough all right so like i said uh moving on to um genghis kick so i did i tell you all this last week i don't know i entered the um lottery to win um uh Donald Glover's Adidas that came out. I told y'all they kind of like nice, you know, nice little summer kicks he got coming out. He has three pair. I liked two. I didn't like, there's a third pair I didn't really care for. But I entered a raffle and I won them. And they kind of dope. And they're not expensive. Like if you want a nice white, you know, you always need like a white, you know, casual shoe for summer. The Dolce Glover Adidas, they nice. And they're not expensive. Like the most expensive pair I think is like $90 or $100. I think one of them is like 70 or 80 They, they, they nice. Um, and as you may or may not know, um, the, uh, Air Jordan 4 is coming out, it's coming out on the 4th, but they've actually already done two early releases, so I don't know, I, I got mine, but I don't know if y'all, um, saw that or not, that they did two early releases, so yeah, um, those are coming out, and I put those up, um, and what else, there's these, um, I've been not, uh, telling y'all about these, because I kind of think they're ugly, but they're these React Element 87 Nikes, I, I put them up. I don't. I don't really like them, but I'll put them up. Um, see what y'all think. Oh, and the Travis Scott um mics are coming out. I, you know what? These Travis Scott joints. I don't like the swoosh on them, but you know they're all right. I would. I don't like the swoosh, but you know if somebody gave them to me, I'd wear them. But I don't know about you know trying to get them. But I'll put them up because they are kind of dope. And then um uh, um. That's another blazer mid that comes out, but they ain't that great. Um, Y'all might like them, though. And, yeah, there's a um, couple of LeBrons that came out. So, it's been a minute. So, I put a few pairs up there for y'all because, you know, I've been uh, not liking what's out. Oh, that's right. The Medicine Balls. I've put those up before, but they re-released if you wanted to actually get them. Um, yeah. All right. So, um, this has been episode 206 of Thanks for Asking. Um I'm Kels at KMGZ on Twitter. Um, the podcast email is thanks for asking podcast at gmail.com. The website is thanks for asking.co where all the episodes are posted. I don't do nothing on there. It's just all the episodes are posted. Um, I'm on Podbean. I, I guess y'all not, not going to do that, but I'm on there. I feel like it's a better platform against all, all the um, episodes are there. And, um, yeah, thank you. Rate me, like me. Thank you for leaving comments. I see y'all out there. That helps with, like, um... I don't know, like when you go in and you listen to something and it tells you something else you might like, it, it helps with that and it helps with stats and all of that stuff. Um, so, yeah. Um, that's it. Um, see y'all next week. Peace.